is going on, guys? You're listening to What the Podcast. I'm David Nicholson, and with me, as always, is Nikki. Woohoo! Woohoo! That's right, woohoo! And we're making a podcast for you. It's another dreary day here in West Virginia. I hope the sun's shining and it's pretty where you're at, though, don't you? Yeah, but it's not here. It never is here. They say that Washington has a lot of rain, but... No, I think this year we actually got them beat. We've had nothing but rain. Okay. So we're going to do this podcast for you. We're going to do last week's podcast and this week's podcast all at once again because we need to get back on track. We used to do these every week. Now it's every other week. Well, COVID and vacations and everything like that just got in the way. Yeah, I know, but we got to do better. We're sorry. Please don't turn us off. <laughs> Please. All right. Someone. Let's do some celebrity birthdays. So who's having a birthday? Let's see. Last Sunday, <coughs> August the 14th, these are brought to you, of course, by FamousBirthdays.com. But last Sunday we had Mila Kunis, actress, Masai Martin, I guess. I don't know how to say that. Yeah. She was an actress on the show Blackish. Yeah. Yep. Halle Berry, aka Catwoman. Magic Johnson, basketball player. And owner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kofi Kingston of the WWE was celebrating last week. Steve Martin. Tim Tebow. <laughs> Jack, Jackie Harry from Sister Sister and Everybody Hates Chris. And on August 21st, who do we got? Wilt Chamberlain is a basketball player. Brody Jenner, reality star. Please tell me that that's not the the Jenner Jenners. I don't know. I just found a Jenner and put it on there. Everybody loves the Jenners. um, Hayden Panettiere. She's an actress. Kenny Rogers, who is dead, but singer. (laughs) we celebrate them all alive dead it don't really matter oh yeah we do if there's somebody that you've heard of we're gonna list it here see that's the thing about famousbirthdays.com that website gives you all the celebrities birthdays but at the same time it gives you tiktok stars it gives you youtube stars it gives you just Anybody that's anything online. But just because you're on TikTok or you're on YouTube does not mean, I mean, you're YouTube famous. You're not world famous. There's difference. Because, I mean, you take, there's, you know, probably, you know, 70, 80, 90 year old people that have no clue what YouTube is. Right. Unless so if they're looking in this, and like, I mean, if they're looking at a, a, a list, okay, let's say like their their grandchild, great grandchild, whatever, pulls this up on their website, like their phone, they are not gonna have any clue as to what famous famousbirthdays.com is. So I mean, that's what. I'm but saying. the page like, goes on and on and on with people, and I have to sort through them, and I have to figure out. I click on them and find out what they're famous for. And if it's YouTube or TikTok or Twitter or something like that, there's some kind of a social media influencer, I don't include them on here. But, okay, I, 
I get that, but maybe you should let me do that because I'm more the pop culture person. You, 90% of these people, you don't know. I know who these people are. That's why I put them on the list. That one right there, I guarantee you don't know. Well, it's a Jenner. Exactly. Brody Jenner. Brody Jenner, leave a comment. Tell me who you are. <laughs> Sorry, this is going to come out <clears throat> mean, but I really don't care who you are. <laughs> That's mean. So harsh. Harsh, harsh, harsh. But we do have some music history to go over for two weeks worth. Yay. So we'll get into that. That's your favorite part of the show, isn't it? Yes, it is. Alright, so now it's time for some music history from calendar.songfacts.com. And again, there's just a huge list of stuff here. I only pick out stuff that... I pick it out. I sort through it. I go through it. Mm -hmm. So last Sunday, August 14th, uh, 2019, Matt Healy of the 1975 ventures into the crowd and kisses a male fan right on the lips. He is an advocate for LGBTQ rights. Now? Or then? I don't know. It just said it okay. happened in 2019, so I guess now. Okay. I was just asking. Talk about Tay-Tay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> in 2017, Taylor Swift wins a lawsuit against a KYGO of Denver for the DJ groping her at a photo session before her Denver concert in 2013. So All she right got then. groped in 2013 and she won that lawsuit in 2017 because Tay-Tay always wins. Yeah, she likes to. <coughs> In 2016, a former Nine Inch Nails keyboardist, James Woolley, dies after falling from a ladder in his Illinois studio from neck injuries at the age of 49. Ah, that's sad. Yes, anytime somebody dies, it's sad, but 2013 is going to be sad too, so go ahead. Uh, okay. Alan, Alan Lanier? Lanier? I don't Dang. Sorry, I just butchered that. Keyboardist and guitarist for Blue for Blue Oyster Cult dies of complications from chronic obstructive pulmonary. COPD, people. <laughs> At the age of 67. Yep. <laughs> I am not. That is... It should, you should have literally just put COPD. But you totally that all out. It's copy and paste, dear. I don't care, but you wrote it all out. Like It's, it's copy and paste. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I didn't know it was COPD until you put it together. My brain didn't click that together. In 2007, the High School Musical 2 soundtrack is released going straight to number one its first week. Mm, great. All right. Also, in 2007, Luke Bryan releases his debut album. I'll stay. I'll stay me. My apologies. I can't read. <laughs> Again in 2007, Amy Winehouse checks into rehab for the first time with her husband, Blake Feldler. They both start using again as soon as they get out. Yeah. Shame that... on you guys. 
Well, they, I mean, she straight up told them, no, I won't go to rehab. No, no, no. Was that a song or something? Yes. Well, they both started using it again as soon as they get out. So, there you go. <clears throat> uh, 2002. Oh, 2002. Guns N' Roses kick off their Chinese Democracy World Tour with a show in Hong Kong. Awesome. Gotta love some Guns N' Roses. In 2000, Rage Against the Machine play a free protest concert in Los Angeles across the street from the Staples Center where the Democratic <laughs> National Convention is being held. I usually, you know, I'm definitely one of those people. I like to keep my, my music and my politics separate. I don't want them to bleed into each other. Well, a lot of rock songs are political. I understand that. They are. But art is subjective. So even if they are political, if you can find some other meaning in them, they're no longer political for you. Well, if you go back to the 80s, they're all about making love. <clears throat> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so let's go into August 21st. <coughs> 2008 Even at Christmas, I Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rasdell have their second child <laughs> named Zumba Nesta Rock <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> autocorrect strikes again it came out, they have their second child baked. <laughs> and I couldn't, I, I couldn't, it couldn't come out. I'm not going to see somebody baked a child. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. Although we have been watching Jerk Blood. <laughs> and, uh, what's his face like eating babies? Uh, Russell? No. Nigel. Nigel likes eating babies? Yes. Baked? Nigel. <laughs> no. He likes them gooey, like freshly well, I guess yeah, I don't know. In two thousand and five the Rolling Stones kick off their a bigger bang tour at Fenway Park in Boston. Woohoo, Boston <laughs> In nineteen ninety six. Rick James gets out of jail after serving two years of a five-year sentence for holding a woman hostage during a drug binge. Way to go, Rick James. Does he Rick James, bitch? In 1994, John Denver crashes his 1963 Porsche into a tree near his home in Aspen, Colorado. But that's not what killed him. Or is that what killed him? No, that's not what killed him. I have no clue what killed John Denver. <laughs> I don't know neither. And I'm supposed to be the music buff around here. Um, in 93. Sorry. <laughs> Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch is raided by police after a child comes forward with molestation allegations. Ugh. In 1990... Alice in Chains released their debut album, Facelift. Which is an amazing record. 
<sighs> anyway, in 1990, also, Jane's Addiction released the alternative rock touchstone ritual de lo habitual. Don't know what that is, but you like Jane's Addiction, or you did. Yeah. So I included it on there. Yes. And that's all we got for music history today. Anything you want to add to that? No. Not off not the top of my head. Alright. We'll get into some weird news and then our picks. Our picks uh, today are our favorite childhood toys. I guess it's not historical or anything, but I'll give it a plug anyway. Um, the me. new uh, Five Finger Death Punch record dropped on Friday. I've listened to a handful of the songs. I have not got to listen to the whole thing as I have been busy and we had some medical issues happen and some things. So, but anyway, from what I've heard, it's it, it's very good. Five so, Finger Death Punch. So. Check it out. Check it. Check it out. All right. You ready to do some weird news? Yeah. All right. Not all the weird news is weird this time, but it's getting harder and harder to find weird news, but we'll check it out anyway. Stick around. All right. Welcome back. And we got some weird news for you. This is from UPI.com and Mirror.co.uk. My two sites for finding the weird news. The first one's not really weird. It's kind of sad, but a hawk was rescued from the grill of a truck. Animal control officers in Connecticut said a hawk was rescued after a very traumatic morning that saw the bird of prey become stuck in the front grill of a truck. I hope that it wasn't grilled. <laughs> Probably not. It was rescued, so I'd say it's okay. And the next top story is intoxicated bear rescued after eating hallucinogenic honey in Turkey. Officials in Turkey said a young brown bear was rescued after being found disoriented and intoxicated from consuming a large amount of hallucinogenic honey. How in the world did they know that it was hallucinogenic? Did they do it? Did they set it out there for them to trip on? Like, what's the deal? Maybe it had funny mushrooms growing in it. But, I mean, there has to be... They had to have known somehow. Like, there had to be some give giveaway. I don't know. Maybe. I'm just wondering, okay, hallucinogenic honey. Is this something that stoners go out and look for in Turkey? It, Do they possible. know of this? Do they know of this? I don't know, but stoners <laughs> really don't like hallucinogenic stuff. They just like to sit back and be like, uh. Okay, well, the the deadheads like hallucinogenic stuff. Yeah, a lot of people like the Beatles do, you know, like, they... Makes you wonder if people are out searching for this honey, like people go out and search for mushrooms. Acidic type, you know, LSD trip, tripware. There we go. But this bear was tripping, and I wonder if he was seeing the, the Grateful Dead bears. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know what? Next time we see a, a tripping bear, we'll have to ask him what he sees. Absolutely, we will. Okay, Animal Service found 
huge python under parked vehicle. Animal service officers in Texas said they were summoned to a home on an unusual call. A huge python spotted under a parked vehicle. Cabolo Animal Services said in a Facebook post that officers responded to a home early Wednesday morning in Cibolo when a large snake was reported hiding under a vehicle. See, I'm terrified of snakes. So, that would scare me to death. And I'm scared of little snakes, I'm scared of big snakes, I'm scared of all snakes. <coughs> Water snakes, land snakes, poisonous snakes, non-poisonous snakes, pet snakes, wild snakes. Snakes in general just terrify me. <laughs> yes, they do. I can straight up pull some magic tricks, David Copperfield levitating when I see a snake. <laughs> <coughs> and I am not. I don't like <coughs> them. And it's not because I'm afraid of them. It's I, if they won't, if they stay where they're supposed to be and I stay where I'm supposed to be, they're supposed to be, you know, it's a separation. Like if I'm in my house and a snake crawls through the window, it has every right. I mean, that's like trespassers law. So I get to like chop its head off. I would just shoot through the floor and patch the floor later. Um, <clears throat> Which I, you know like, I would do that. But if I'm like walking out, like we know the creek bed behind our house, there's snakes there. We know that they're there. But like if I'm walking too close to them and they get feared and I get bit, then I mean, <clears throat> that's my own fault. I shouldn't have been in that area. I know there's snakes. You know what I mean? Like there's a separation. There's some snakes that will literally chase you down just to bite you. Well, if that's the case, then I'm a, I'm a fight. <clears throat> I'm not, I, I'm going to go down swinging. Something. Even if I have to rip my leg off and sling it at them, I'm still going to do it. I, I would do whatever it takes <laughs> to get away from it. <clears throat> I'm afraid to kill them. Because that involves me getting too close to them. Now I'll shoot them from a distance. And he's also <coughs> told me like to watch when I'm using the weed eater because he's afraid that it's like I'm going to hit one and accidentally fling it back on you. not not that I'm trying to chop one up cuz I'm not that cruel but um like I'm reading it, or reading yes I'm reading the crook bank or weeding the crook bank and it's like you know like a snake be there and he's like terrified that it's going to like you know smack me in the face it could but yeah okay moving on <laughs> that's right you got the last story inside one of england's most haunted hotels we do not own that um anyway strange happenings have been caught on camera at one of England's most haunted hotels, where furniture appears to move by itself. A wooden chair pulled itself from under the table while a ghostly voice said, he said he's coming during a paranormal investigation. The ghostly voice said he's coming. Yes, but that, you... Yeah, you... You... I don't... Ah. Anyway. 
I had a good momentum going. And you screwed it up. <laughs> you did. You screwed it up. Your stupid thing. Okay, take two. Take two. I'm not going to read it all over again. We'll finish it. Um, said he's coming during a paranormal, a paranormal investigation at Ye Old King's Head in Chester. People claimed to hear voices at the hotel, which now operates as a full-time ghost haunting inn. Or ghost hunting in. Ha ha. Yes. That actually sounds <coughs> like a really cool place. I like to see stuff move. Oh, well, you know, personally, I don't believe in ghosts. I rule nothing out. I don't believe in it. I think it's all a bunch of fooey, and I think people's imaginations stir them up and to believing that something's happening or seeing things. Your imagination can be a strong, strong thing to... To fight against. But that's half the fun. People go, people pay, you know, 20, 25, 30. I've seen them expensive $150 tickets to go to massively haunted attractions. And I don't mean ghostly haunted. I'm talking haunted houses at Halloween. And you have some of the best makeup artists and stuff. People like to be scared. Well, it's different. It's if an you're, adrenaline Hold rush. on, hold on. It's different if you're going through a fun house somewhere, because you're going there for the sole purpose of being scared, because it is an attraction. Okay, so you mean to tell me that people go to Trans Allegheny because they don't want to be scared? They want to see something. They want to see something. If you're going new. down there for the for the Halloween I'm house, I'm not talking about the haunted house. I'm talking about the ghost tours. If you're going to a ghost, we we did the flashlight tour and saw and heard nothing. That's not. You're missing the point. I'm just saying people we did it and we saw and heard nothing. For those people, go to those for the. I mean, that's the ultimate scare. Even if nothing happens, the fact that you may turn a. You know, turn a corner and a, a shape be right there. Is It's still the same thing. Like, it, that... People don't care whether they see proof. They want the thrill of it. That's what those things are for. I mean, it's no different than going and riding a roller coaster. I would rather pay the $20 and go through the actual Halloween haunted house... Or I'm guaranteed to see something. Well, I don't like... I love haunted houses. I do. But I hate going because generally it is me and you and we always get stuck with some screamy little girls that, like, want to climb the freaking walls because they're so freaking petrified and I want to throw them through the wall. Not let them climb it. Well, this year... We'll gather together some friends and go. Needed least six. All right, you ready to do our picks, our favorite childhood toys? Sure. All right, stick around. This could be fun. We are back again after that kickflip short little jingle there. And we are picking our favorite childhood toys. 
And I'm going to go first because I have the best of the best of the best childhood toy that all kids should play with because it is amazing. It is the He-Man action figures. <laughs> the cartoon was good. Why was the cartoon so good? Because at the end of it, there was always what? Morals. There was morals. And the movie was good because at the end of it, Dolph Lundgren and Skeletor, He-Man and Skeletor had their sword fight, and that was one of the most epic sword fights ever on TV. And the action figures were great because you could recreate all your favorite moments from the movie and the cartoon. And they had the, the Castle Grayskull, and they had the Snake Mountain. I remember Snake Mountain. And Snake Mountain had the microphone, and it made your voice echo and sound evil. Yes, good times, good times, good times. He-Man action see, figures. And through this, okay, you're going to see the, the age gap between your toys and mine. Even though mine were then, but you're also a boy, so you didn't really play with a lot of girly type things. No. So. One of them might be a little feminine, but it was still a boy toy, I'd say. But um, my first one, and I loved it because you're talking about He-Man, so this kind of goes together and has a little, the the you know the little sets, and you had places to like store your little tiny action figure dudes. But anyway, Polly Pocket. Polly Pocket, I remember those. I remember those. I used to love that thing. Like it I came was, in a compact, right? Yeah, and I used to like carry around in my back pocket, like it was my cell phone now. Always in my back pocket. Always. And that thing went everywhere with me. It went to school. It went to church. It went everywhere. <laughs> because instead of listening to the preacher man at church, I lay him a Polly. <laughs> Polly Pocket. I remember the commercial for those. And it came in a compact. Yep. My next one is Transformers. Who didn't like having a car or a truck and it transforms into a giant robot. Yes, Transformers were awesome. And I had one and I can't remember the name of the Transformer. It turned into a radio and the cassette tape was a, like a pterodactyl almost. I don't remember. I don't remember that one, but it turned into a radio. It was really cool. And of I course had, Optimus Prime. I, I had Bumblebee. I had the original Bumblebee. The, the, the bug. Not the Camaro from the new ones. Even though I like Bumblebee from the new ones too, but he started out as something. He wasn't a bug in this one. He started out as something, but I can't remember what. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I like Transformers. That that's good stuff, all the way around. Even like the uh, like the old cartoons. People's gonna think my next one's gonna be GI Joe, but it's not. Um, one of my favorite toys as a kid, and I had two of them. I had the original and the XL, which was a light bright. Oh yeah, light bright. I used to love that thing. Like I would write all kinds of messages on there. Leave and me alone. <laughs> no. No, but I would be like. Like, for my mom's birthday, 
I'd write happy birthday on there, but like actually most unlikely it was happy B-Day because you only had so much room. Yeah, they were kind of small. But <coughs> that's why I like the XL because it was like, I don't know, a few inches bigger than the other one. I love them. I I love making like they give you the printouts and it had all the little holes in it and you just made it and you could make a clown and make a, you know, um, I made a, a T-Rex one time. It was pretty cool. So, okay. That thing was awesome. My next one is the classic for boys and girls both. And you can't go wrong with it. The good old fashioned bicycle. Yes, I've I had one. I mean, I don't even have to defend that or say nothing because every kid no. likes riding their bike. Yeah, they still do. Bicycles are still still a thing. Yep. Um, this is something that maybe not a lot of people will remember, but Pogs. Those were little chips, weren't they? Yeah, and you had the big slammers. And you would create a big stack, and you would try to flip them, and if you flip them, you got them. Like, the, you know how, like, people played marbles? Yes. You played pogs. It, it, it's kind of the same concept, if I remember correctly. It's been a long, long time. But me and my brother were huge into them. Like, every time we would go to any store that we could possibly get to, we would get them. And we had the plastic containers that you put all of them in, like, the protective cases like people do with, like, CDs and things. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of nerdy back then, but it was still fun. Okay. So Pogs is yours, yep. and mine's not Pogs per se, but it's still little when you play with it, and that's Matchbox cars. I used to have a sandbox when I was a kid, and we used to build tons of dirt roads all through the sandbox and run them Matchbox cars through there. Most of them, the wheels wouldn't even turn no more because there was so much mud and sand gooped up in the bottom of them. Yep. Some of the some of your. Uh your Tonka trucks that you have will not. Oh, we used to ride those because back when I was a kid, they actually made them out of metal. But no, like those little trucks that you have here that your mom gave you from your, you know, from your childhood was, some of them are like matted and not, you know, <laughs> they don't work anymore. I played hard with Matchbox cars, man. I don't even know if they had Hot Wheels when I was a kid. It was Matchbox. But it's the same thing. No, they're different brands. They, they might be different brands, but they're the exact same thing. Yep. What's your next one? My next one, and and the reason I guess is because I was definitely one of those girls that had to have one in every color. And I'm talking about Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright. That's what I was thinking of when you was talking about Polly Pocket or something. Rainbow. I loved Rainbow Bright. And I did. I had them all them all that was the, I think that was one of my girliest toys was I loved Rainbow Bright loved it okay how about Legos had a ton of stuff 
you know, whenever I was little, they didn't have the Legos like they have now. Kids are so lucky now because you get, when you get your Legos nowadays, they come in a certain set. So you already have a predestination of what you're going to build. Like you get the Death Star Lego set or you yep. get the SS Enterprise Lego set or whatever. Yep. I don't know. But back when I was a kid, you just got a big box of blocks. <laughs> and you used your imagination and built whatever you wanted to. But nowadays they're a lot cooler because you can build a lot cooler stuff with them. I mean, you can build remote control cars out of Legos nowadays. Oh, yeah. And then you have, like, the whole, like, Lego cities. Yeah. Where you have, like, yeah. It's, you know, like, Lego Batman, Lego Joker, stuff like that. But when I was a kid, it was just Legos. Yeah. And I like, um, but since we're talking about Legos, it's not something that I have had. But um, I know nieces and nephews over the, the past, you know, 20, 30 years have mega blocks. Like they do for the little kids, the bigger blocks. Yeah. Those things are really cool. Like I used to play with Christian all the time with his little mega blocks. Set. Mega blocks. And now he's into Legos and, and building stuff and, and things like that, which is cool. Like that. But, yeah. I just, Mecha Blocks were banging too. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, and my last one is one of, like, the coolest things, I think, that came out during my childhood. And that was the Magna Doodle. Magna Doodle. It was like the Etch-A-Sketch without having to, like, shake it. It was just a magnet, and you had this pad, and it come with little, um, like, magnets, like little stars or hearts, and you okay. could just draw on it. It was like a thing, and then they had the little eraser at the bottom. Nowadays, they have something called an iPad that you can do that with. <laughs> no. 1990? No, the iPad wasn't around in 1990. Okay, so hush. You said childhood toys. Yes. And I was saying nowadays they have something called an iPad that you can do that with. But the Magna Doodle. I don't know that I've ever had a Magna Doodle. I had an Etch-A-Sketch. I do know I had an Etch-A-Sketch. You have played with a Magna Doodle more than you think because you used to play with Sissus. Okay. At Sammy's. My final one is, and this could be boys or girls toy, was Teddy Ruxpin. When I was wee, wee little, like talking like three or four years old, Teddy Ruxpin would tell me stories and sing to me at nighttime. And you go to bed. Yeah. Yep, Teddy Ruxpin. And then when I got a little bit older, Teddy Ruxkin started singing Metallica. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, my brother had uh, had Teddy Ruxpin, but we had also, which is still very similar to Teddy, it was, it was literally Big Bird. And we would play anything that we could possibly get through through Big Bird. Like, he would be singing his stories, 
And then he would start singing Pearl Jam. <laughs> yes. I think everybody put the other cassette tape in. <laughs> but um, I have two honorable mentions because they weren't favorites, but they are steeples in like my childhood. And one of those is Cabbage Patch Kids. I had so many and they all had different personalities and different names. They were so like I know it's the ultimate cheese but Cabbage Patch is the, the Cabbage Patch was an awesome place for kids man. Like the Cabbage Patch. And another one is <coughs> the digital pets like the Tamagotchis or like the Digi Pets. Like I had a koala bear one that I took care of mm -hmm. and it was really cool or the nano baby where you have to feed it and you know clean it and bathe it and all that stuff so like those were huge you had cabbage patch kids I had garbage pail kids Ooh. garbage pail kids were gross same thing just different sides of the tracks garbage pail kids were from the south side <laughs> yeah, we were from the west side because we were real gangster out here in the fork. <laughs> All um, right, guys, we'll <laughs> talk to you next week. Hopefully, if not next week, then two weeks away. But we should be back next week. We're working on some new material, so hopefully things work out. I think next week's script is going to be brought to you by Nikki since she thinks she can do it better. I'll give it a shot. Put together the whole show. I no, I can't do that. You find your weird news like you always do. I'll deal with the music history and the birthdays. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. <coughs> so it'll be brought to you by yours truly next week, somewhat. All right, Kinda, guys. Sort of. <laughs> Until then. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> I can't follow that. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>